syphilis, an STI which, if left untreated, affects quality of life and leads to substantial morbidity and mortality. Did you know that according to WHO, there were an estimated 6 million new cases of syphilis in 2016? In the United States, the number of reported cases has been on the rise in recent years, with more than 115,000 cases reported in 2018. Despite the availability of effective treatment, syphilis remains a public health concern in many parts of the world. So in this episode, let's challenge ourselves to have an open mind and consider the importance of education and awareness around syphilis, not just for ourselves, but for our communities as well. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to Sex Advice Podcast. I'm your host, Abhishek, a pharmacist specialist in sexual health. Through this podcast, I want to fill in the gaps, explore the facts, and dispel cultural myths and beliefs surrounding sex education. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to episode 10 of our podcast. And today, we will be discussing syphilis, a sexually transmitted infection caused by the bacteria Treponema pallidum. This disease has a long and complex history, and despite being easily treatable with antibiotics, it remains a public health concern in many parts of the world. So throughout this episode, we will talk about its origin, types, treatment, symptoms, and a lot more. So let's light this candle. First, let's talk about the origin of syphilis. The history of syphilis has been well studied, but the exact origin of the disease remains unknown. There are two primary hypotheses. One proposes that syphilis was carried to Europe from the Americas by the crew of Christopher Columbus as a byproduct of the Columbian Exchange. While the other theory proposes that syphilis previously existed in Europe, but went unrecognized. Syphilis was the first new disease to be discovered after the invention of printing. News of it spread quickly and widely and documentation is abundant. For the time, it was the front page news that was widely known among the literate. It is also the first disease to be widely recognized as a sexually transmitted disease. And it was taken as indicative of the moral state of the people in which it was found. Its geographic origin and moral significance were debated as had never been the case with any other illness. European countries blamed it on each other. The disease was also associated with sexual promiscuity and was often stigmatized. 
Now, let's talk about the transmission and different stages of syphilis. Syphilis is transmitted through sexual contact, including oral, vaginal and anal sex. It can also be transmitted from an infected mother to her unborn child during pregnancy or childbirth. It is also possible for syphilis to be passed on by injecting drug with a needle that's been used by an infected person. Syphilis can be divided into four stages, primary, secondary, latent and tertiary. The symptoms of each stage can vary and may overlap. In the primary stage, a small sore called a chancre appears at the site of infection. The sore is usually painless and may go unnoticed, but it is highly infectious. In the secondary stage, which occurs a few weeks after the appearance of the chancre, a rash may appear on the body, along with fever, fatigue, and swollen lymph nodes. The symptoms of the secondary stage may go away on their own, but the infection is still present and can progress to the latent and the tertiary stages. In the latent stage, the infection is present, but there are no symptoms. In the tertiary stage, which can occur years after the initial infection, the bacteria can attack the heart, brain, and other organs leading to serious health problems. It can take three weeks or more for the symptoms of syphilis to appear after you're infected. Sometimes the symptoms can improve or go away completely, but if you're not treated, the infection is still in your body. This means you can still pass it on and you're at risk of getting serious problems later on in your life. Now, let's talk about the scenarios when you should go and get tested for syphilis. Number one, you or a sexual partner have symptoms of syphilis. Number two, a sexual partner has told you they have syphilis or another sexually transmitted infection. Number three, you've recently had sex with a new partner and did not use a condom. Number four, you're pregnant or planning to get pregnant and think you might have syphilis. And finally, number five, you've injected drugs using a needle that's been used by someone who might have syphilis. Having a test is the only way to confirm if you have syphilis or not. If you do, you will be informed by a healthcare professional and treatment will need to be started as soon as possible. And finally, let's talk about the treatment. There were originally no effective treatment for syphilis, although a number of remedies were tried. In the infant stages of this disease in Europe, many ineffective and dangerous treatments were used. The aim of treatment 
was to expel the foreign disease-causing substance from your body. So methods included bloodletting, laxative use, and baths in wine and herbs or olive oil. Use of mercury was common, long-standing treatment for syphilis, which was highly toxic and often caused more harm than good. The development of penicillin in the mid-20th century revolutionized the treatment of syphilis and made it easily curable with antibiotics. Penicillin still remains the gold standard although other antibiotics may be used for people who are allergic to penicillin. Some of the commonly used antibiotics, but not limited to, are benzathine penicillin, procaine penicillin, keftriaxone, doxycycline, azithromycin, and erythromycin. Treatment is most effective in the early stages of the disease and it is important to get tested regularly if you are sexually active. Whilst you are being treated, please do not have sex until you and your partner have finished treatment and tests have shown that the treatment has worked. So to conclude today's episode, Syphilis is a sexually transmitted infection that has been around for centuries and continues to impact individuals today. Although the stigma surrounding STIs make it difficult to discuss it openly, it's important to understand the symptoms, transmission and treatment of syphilis in order to prevent its spread and ensure timely diagnosis and treatment. By staying informed and educated on sexual health, we can reduce the prevalence of syphilis and other STIs and promote healthy sexual practices. Remember, taking care of your own sexual health is an important part of overall wellness. So don't be afraid to have open and honest conversations with your healthcare provider or your sexual partner about any concerns or questions you may have. Thanks for tuning in everyone. And if you found this information useful, then please make sure you leave a five-star review on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google, wherever you're listening right now. It would help the show this movement to grow and reach wider audiences. Together, let's make sex education a human right. See you next week.